It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Log Talk Radio. release let's see 
that I'm talking original Star Wars. Taking me to Return of the Jedi. Either that or they re released the original Star Wars in theaters when I was three years old. My mother was furious because we my mother was working at a restaurant at the time and my father brings me brings me there and I'm, I walk in and I'm doing this. Okay. And my mother said mm-hmm. to me, why are you doing that? I said, that's because that's what Darth Vader sounds like. <laughs> okay. And... After that, you know, I got a little older. Mom actually let me see the first two movies. As soon as I saw Jabba the Hutt, that was it. <laughs> he, he he was my king bad guy. That was it. <laughs> and I would just walk around going, I'm Jabba the Hutt. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that was it. That was our trip down memory lane. (laughs) Because not only had my mother been pissed off at my father, all the customers in the restaurant were pissed off at my father. (laughs) What for, though? Well, because you got to figure, three years old, seeing Return of the Jedi... So what? I was about that age when I saw the Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, you know. My mother also <laughs> thought I was going to have By the time I was five, I was watching Spaceballs. Yep. You want to talk about yep. not an age-appropriate movie for a child <laughs> to watch? It's got to be a Mel Brooks film. Okay. Try, watching, okay, try watching Killer Robots at the age of seven. Okay. Let's see. Seven was nineteen eighty-seven. What would I have been watching at nineteen eighty-seven? I just opened my laptop. Okay. Let's oh, see. Well, when I was nine, I was watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yep. Well, it's what it's like. Go ahead. I don't think I've ever watched anything age-appropriate ever. Okay? The, The Last Unicorn came out in 1982, and include... 
at the time included the word damn. <laughs> that was not me violating our terms of contract. That is just letting all the concerned parents out there know that, that word is in one of the releases of The Last Unicorn. I think you can choose now if you buy the Blu-ray whether you want the uncut or the cut version. But there uncut. you go. Well, you can still have a G rating and have that word in there. I mean, if that tells you how uptight and crazy people have gotten. Yep. Well, see, by the time I was like about eight and a half, I had desensitized myself to crazy murderers, which included Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, oh, yeah. Michael Myers, and had desensitized myself to every single vampire movie ever. And I did it myself. By the time... See, I was ever a horror movie fan. <laughs> so, um, yeah, horror movies were not really my thing. Well, see, the only thing my mother was concerned about was sex. You know, I wasn't having nightmares because of scary movies. Okay, fine. As long as they weren't getting it on in the movie... She didn't care. <laughs> if they were hacking each other to death or sucking each other's necks, okay, fine. <laughs> as soon as there was sex, no. Not until I was 15, 14, 15, 16 years old. And only if she watched the movie with me. Hmm. My mother pretty much, as long as I didn't get get nightmares from it, okay, fine. <laughs> if if I got a nightmare from it, no. Then I was cut off for several months. <laughs> but as soon as um as soon as my cousins were old enough Okay. I started desensitizing them as soon as I could. I I at the time had gotten, you know, a couple of documentaries on horror movies and vampire movies. And I had them sit down, watch that first, cuz I figured with them I had to do it, you know, differently than I did it with myself. And with the two oldest ones, I had accomplished it. They could sit there, watch a movie, and go, you know what? That is totally fake. (laughs) And they would be pointing out some of the silly stuff in the movie. So it was like, cool. (laughs) So you can just imagine what my kids are going to be like when they've grown up. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm trying to not imagine what my child's going to be like when she grows up. Uh, that will soon end. 
So how was your week? Oh, it was okay. Um, <coughs> I wasn't really very well last Tuesday. Um, yesterday, I went to the zoo, and the zoo kicked my butt. Oh. It's at a higher elevation, so, so you know, if you already have asthma, that's one thing. Plus, it's got all the hills, and it's yeah. huge. It's quite a bit of space to cover. We were there okay. for four hours. Ah. Well, did you at least have fun? Oh, had lots of fun. Melody, um, Melody really likes the giraffe. (laughs) And, um, we went, me and Melody went with Fred's cousin, Christopher, and his wife, Melissa, and their two kids. So Melody got to spend time with her second cousin. Oh. And one's a couple years older, and the other one is about the same age as her, so they had a great time. Well, that's good. The last time, uh, one of the two last times I went to the zoo, Mom and I went to the zoo, and mind you, I was 27 at the time. <laughs> I was 26, 27. And <laughs> we went to the zoo simply because at the time we were both unemployed and we had just quit working. So my mother quit a job where she had been there for 15 years and was constantly dumped on. And the same thing was happening to me. So we took a little bit of a break. We figured, okay, we're not going to go run out and look for a job right away. So we spent most of the summer in the pool, and we went to the zoo one day. And I had had taken um, one of my ponies with because that was also during one of the photo contests of, you know, take the pony and take pictures of it in certain different places. And one of the pictures I have, I have to find it. I don't remember exactly what it looked like, but it was at the horse exhibit, and I put it on the railing, and the horse was walking towards the pony. (laughs) You're kind of like, what? right now. What are you drinking? Chai Nog. Ah. Too cool. Chai Nog. (laughs) Made with Alpenrose Dairy Eggnog, which is a local dairy and they make the best eggnog ever. Mm. It is super thick and super flavorful. You know, a lot of times eggnog is either, it's got a lot of flavor, but it's really runny, or 
it's really thick, but it's kind of bland. This is absolutely perfect. It's flavorful and thick. Mm. Ah, sweet. Well, so I think- we don't have a customizer today because she says normally Mondays don't work for her. So I meant to talk to you about the idea of having special broadcasts if we wanted to have a customer customizer on and they can't do Mondays, maybe doing a special My Little Pony report on a different day if they need a different day. Well, we can try it. I mean, how that goes. it's just an idea that's been rattling around my head because I know that on other days, like there was one day we had a special Tuesday broadcast because the show didn't actually get set up for Monday. Right. Um, so we've done it on when accidents have occurred, but I thought, well, what if we planned it? What would it be like to plan something? <laughs> so... Well, yes, Samantha, we had to do for you. Um, I'm in the chat room, if you can't tell. Yes. But um, that's, that's perfectly fine. Um, but at least you had a better um, week than I did. <laughs> well, I also got pony mail this week. Ooh, tell me, tell me, tell yeah. me. Well, the pony hair that I ordered from Retro Dolls US finally came. Ooh. And on the one hand, I'm glad it finally came because now I can finish rehairing that sea pony. On the other hand, I was hoping it would never come because I really don't want to rehair that sea pony. <laughs> Did I tell you about the sea pony commission? No. Oh, God. My neighbor found out I do custom ponies. My neighbor. Mind you, this never goes well when it's somebody that actually knows you. (laughs) You know, when you're just like a name on an internet screen, people take you a lot more seriously than when they know you. So she wanted me to make a custom pony for her, for her specifically. Fine. Okay. Awesome. I can totally do that. But then she found out that because she wanted a full body repaint, full rehair with Swarovski crystals all over the place, that it was going to cost at least $50. Right, because of all the materials. Yeah. And she wasn't fine with that. She's like, is there any way we can make it less expensive? I'm like, well, yeah, I can take off the Swarovski crystals. That'll cut it down by like 20 bucks. Yeah. If I don't do pearls, oh, she wanted pearls on it too. So Swarovski crystals and pearls, I'm like, if I take off the Swarovski crystals and pearls, that'll drop the price quite a bit. It'll be like 30. (laughs) Um, She's like, but I I want those things. I'm like, well, then that's how much it's going to cost. Right. So she did end up, after making me price everything out, and I have me having to drive down to 
the store to find out how much Swarovski crystals are going to cost, how much the pearls are going to cost, and everything. I'm sending the guests to drive out to the next town over because that's where I'd have to go to get these things. She decides she's not going to get it right now. But she said, but I'd really like to order a pony for my friend's kid. Now, here's where it gets really complicated. Because anytime someone says it's for a kid, red flags start going off all over the place. Right. So, I mean, yeah, because some kids, if they're old enough, they can handle a custom pony, you know. Right. But if they're a certain age, you just can't give a custom pony to, like, a one-year-old. So, of course, it's for a one-year-old. And she wants it to be a blue pony with purple hair and the name painted on it and Swarovski crystals and all this other stuff again. And I'm like, okay, if the kids won, I'm sorry, but I'm not, I don't do full repaints. I don't even do custom cutie marks for anybody under the age of like five. Right. Because the paint I use is professional paint. It's toxic. The stuff I used to seal it is even more toxic. The you know the stuff I make is not something a kid can play with. So I'm sorry. I'm I'm I can find a bit like a baby pony, or I can take a pony, and I can just do a custom rehair. Oh no, but I I need it needs to be a a a, a pony, you know, and all this other stuff. I'm like. No, but what I do have, what I, I'm like, I have a sea pony. It is a bath toy. It was always designed to be a toy. It's a blue pony with purple hair. She can take it in the bathtub. I've just checked. It's still buoyant, and she can play with it, and it'll be awesome. Blue pony, purple hair, toy. That wasn't good enough. She's like, but can it have purple hair? I'm like, it already has purple hair. But no, I mean like purple hair. I mean, you want me to take out the purple hair that's here and put in a different color of purple? Yeah, like a dark purple. And of course, I'm out of dark purple. All I have is the same color purple that's already in the pony. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, if we do that, it's going to cost. It's going to cost like $10 because it's the cost of the the sea pony, which I'm giving to you for like a song and a dance because it's in really great condition, (laughs) plus the price of the hair. Okay, I think I want purple and blue hair. Okay, well, then it's going to cost more than $10 because when I said it was going to cost $10, I meant with one color of hair. If you want more colors of hair, it's going to cost $5 per color. So she finally just struck with purple, but then the hair has taken, like, quite a while to get to me because um, Shannon at Retro Dolls has been sick with pneumonia, which is, of course, life-threatening and perfectly reasonable. If you have pneumonia and it's not responding to medication, just stay off your feet and take your time. I'll wait. (laughs) Just don't die. 
Exactly. Ow, 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 ow. But, I mean, it's, at the same time, you know, this is a vintage sea pony in really good condition that was supposed to be for my collection. And oh, I God. like her is. And so I'm kind of upset that I've been bullied into foreign neighbor because you can't escape them when they share the same landing as you. Right. Rehair a pony that doesn't need to be rehaired because she's so obsessed with the idea of buying a custom pony that she's willing to customize something that doesn't need customization. You know, and and she's a really nice lady. She's got really great kids. But at the same time, like, it was a two-hour-long argument with her about how, no, I'm not going to to write the kid's name on the sea pony. No, I'm not going to paint the kid's name on the sea pony. No, I am not going to glue anything onto the sea pony. Because then it won't be a toy anymore. Plus, it'll be a choking hazard. And did I mention my paints are not, like, everything I work with says do not ingest, if ingested, call poison control. And she tried to pull the, well, you know, her mom's a, a child psychologist, and so, you know, this is her wanting wanting all this extra stuff. I'm like, well, I don't care if she's a, a child psychologist or not. She's not an artist, and she's not a toxicologist. And even the most responsible person can turn their chi- their back on their child for like a split second and have the child be shoving something into their mouth. Then as soon yep. as you turn around. There's... I'm not willing to risk a child's life for money. Which is good. Yeah, and uh, which is why I'm a starving artist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you kind of had a little bit of a better week than I did. <laughs> oh well, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you about the other thing that came with the hair, though. Oh, 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 oh! Tell me, tell me, tell me! I got because it took so long for the hair to come because Shannon was sick. She sent me a custom pony with my order. Woo! Yeah, so it. A Star Song G3 Star Song bait, and she's got perfume puff hair. Ooh, all roving, I think, is what that stuff's called. And it's in four colors, four or five colors. It's let's see, we've got lavender. And indigo and sky blue and white. Oh, and some tinsel. And then she's got this really great sort of gradiated sort of sunset sky thing going on. And these little bubbles, these little plastic clear bubbles and they look awesome. I'll have to send you a picture. Yes, please. Yeah. 
Oh, and Shannon did a great job on the eyes. I am loving these eyes. But Shannon did not sign her name on the bottom of this pony. For shame. <laughs> oh, Samantha says that the bubbles are called mermaid bubbles. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's a really neat looking pony. Well, in that case, yeah, you really did have a better week than I did. <laughs> well, tell me about your week then. Well, Wednesday, you know, I had my my second injection in my back. Mhm. Well, went got there, and I was very early, which is always a good thing. They went to put in my IV finding a vein well surprise surprise it's been like over six hours since I've had something to drink so yeah you are going to have a little bit of a hard time finding a vein yeah so yeah. She, she decides she's going to go for a vein in my thumb thumb and in my thumb And that's insane. So, <laughs> uh-uh. Say so that's insane. I said it's confusing. I mean, I know you have veins and stuff in your fingers, you know, but at the <laughs> same time, how weird. That That is. You know, and it, it, a thumb isn't the most bleeding place, you know. It seems no. like things tend to pretty quickly well she went for it and let's just say um ow (laughs) so she didn't get it that time so she had to call in another nurse um they were able to get the get it in about almost just about at my elbow, which that hurt. So we get in to do the procedure. And I have to flip off of the gurney bed onto the procedure bed. Come around, no problem. I was able to flip myself like a pancake. This time, I bent my left leg, just like the last time. My knee cracked. Ow! And it cracked loud enough for people to hear in the room two seconds before I screamed. (laughs) Why you got to be hurting yourself? (laughs) Yeah, I know, ain't it? (laughs) So we get me on to the person. I love attention as much as the next person, but come on. (laughs) I know. And that's what I keep looking at my knee going, would we stop it already? (laughs) Come on, really, please. So we got me on the the table. Um, I'm having an issue with the new medication they put me on. And 
it feels like someone's putting me into an oven like a turkey. So despite the fact that the temperature's been getting down to like into the low 50s, in the 40s, I have to keep my bedroom window open because I go from being perfectly fine to feeling like someone just shoved me in a 400-degree oven. So told the doctor about it, and he goes, okay, stick with what you're on right now So for a week. If you're still doing it, cut it in half. Okay, fine. Starts to do the procedure again. The same as the first time. He goes to do the needle, and I'm feeling it, so they ended up doping me up twice with the medication. Flipped me back onto the onto the bed to roll me out. She kept me in the procedure room with her for a little while longer because she was talking with a few of the nurses. And became very concerned because I wasn't waking up. Did you almost die on me? No, I was asleep. (laughs) I was was in complete nap mode (laughs) at that point. They got me back into the room. I I should have woken up um, about a half hour later. Instead, I slept for about an hour after the procedure was done. So I had a good, nice, long, long nap. Well, uh, at least got, you got. <laughs> we we got me home. Took the rest of my meds for the day because. I took my morning and afternoon meds before I left. I had to take the rest of them. Ate dinner. Laid down to watch some TV. Can you guess which episode of Friendship is Magic is the worst episode to watch when you're high on your own medication and you've added Valium and one other med to that? Which episode do you think would be the worst, the most trippiest episode ever to watch? I don't know. Too many Pinkie Pies. But you haven't seen a face crazier than this? That I that is I I mean that is beyond trippy, especially when you're doped up. <laughs> I, I thought Pinkie Pies were going to start pouring out of my TV and attack me. <laughs> That's terrifying. I, I, I did, did did I see right that one of them turned into the original Pinkie Pie? Yes, that's. I bet you've never seen a face crazier than this. 
oh, thank God, I thought maybe I had just completely lost my mind. <laughs> but um, Thursday, uh, let's just say my thumb hurt that I I could barely bend my thumb. The spot where they got the IV in hurt. Spot where they did the injection on my back hurt, and my knee hurt. <laughs> I, I was hurting in more places than I than I knew what to do with. Did I tell you that my daughter thinks she's Melody Piper from Ever After High? And um, this this time around, I don't think the procedure went as well as it did the first time. The nerve is a lot more active. Hmm? Is that because you broke you broke your knee or what? I I have no clue. All I know is the nerve's more active. There's been throbbing in my knee that has kept me up at night. And um, the last medication I was put on, I really do need to really talk to him because Saturday, Mom and I went out to dinner. Now, she's used to me just looking off into dead air. Used to me just staring, just picking a spot someplace and staring at it just for absolutely no reason because my head is just that foggy. I I think I almost, I think I was on the verge of a panic attack. Panic attack suck. Yeah, because I got really antsy and I just started shaking really bad. I found her. Yay! But I will tell you one thing. I know one person who cannot wait until I'm done with all these meds. And it's not just me. It's my dog. Aww. <laughs> yeah, he's he's getting sick and tired of playing the pokey game. Because out of nowhere, I'll just start poking him and go, pokey, 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 pokey. <laughs> and he's a person. He just stands there and tastes it. Kind of like, okay, I know this will eventually stop. So I'm just going to just ignore it and just let you poke me. But I will say, um, I did get through um, season four of my, no, season three of my Little Pony French Biz Magic, so I'm almost caught up. I'm currently watching the movie. Ah. And then I'll be on to season four. But I did get some 
I did get a package last week. It's not pony related though. Oh. I put a link in the chat room of the pony I got. Ooh, yay. Although, now that she's here with me, she looks even better because I have this little tiny butterfly clip that I have in her hair that's that's controlling the mane a little bit. (laughs) And I also told... um... Summer blade this. Oh, that is too cute. She is a cutie. But um Wednesday when I went to my procedure I actually took nurse nurse Redheart with me. So she was in my purse while I was off getting my injection done. Oh, you know what I watched this week on Netflix? There is another Brony documentary. Ooh. It's called A Brony Tale, and it's from the perspective of Ashley Ball, who does the voice of Applejack slash Rainbow Dash. Okay. It's basically how when she first took the job of doing the voices of the two characters on My Little Pony that she actually tried out for the voice of Spike, the part she expected to get, but they brought her back as Rainbow Dash and Applejack. (laughs) And when the brony movement hit, she got her first invite to a brony convention to New York City Brony Con, I think it was. And basically her kind of explaining, like, her initial thoughts on this whole thing and um, trying to decide if she was going to go and, you know, just... And then it, of course, had different bronies talking about, you know, how Friendship is Magic has changed their life for the better and stuff like that, but... It was an interesting documentary, but the thing I keep asking myself, 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 the thing I keep asking myself is, why don't we ever get the cool bronies in our chat room? <laughs> I just want a cool brony yeah. in our chat room. Well, we did have one. The thing that's kept me from going to any of the brony meets in my area is for fear of meeting bronies like the ones that come in our chat room. But I think, I mean, again, I think maybe we need to stop calling the people that come in our chat room bronies and just call them trolls. I don't think they deserve to be called bronies. 
Oh, I also found out that brony is not actually short for, like, bro plus pony. The term brony, I guess, actually came from the fact that My Little Pony was originally discussed on a site called 4chan, which my husband says I'm absolutely not allowed to go to. And they were kicked off the 4chan board and had and reemerged on 4chan B on their B board. And so it was B pony and then turned into brony. Because of the origin of it the the, the term being coined on the 4chan B board forum thing. Okay. Yeah. So apparently you learn something new every day. Hmm. Yeah, you do. That you definitely do. Yep, Samantha agrees we need to call them trolls. Yep. But um And speaking of trolls, oh my gosh, the on on Facebook today there was a huge thing about Ponyland cat fights. Have you heard of that? No. Oh my gosh, there is a site in some dark spider infested corner of the internet called Ponyland Cat Fight where people from the My Little Pony arena go to talk about other people from the My Little Pony arena behind their back and say mean, nasty, horrible things, all in the name of venting. And people, a lot of horrible things, (laughs) a lot of horrible things get said on Ponyland Cat Fights about people who don't really deserve it. Like when I first tried to make my own toy-related forum, because I was getting tired of all the negativity on some of the other forums. Right. The people at Ponyland Catfight, specifically ones who are loyal to the other forums, dragged my forum's name and reputation through the mud. They really had nothing to vent about because none of them were actually on that forum. They were just doing it to be assholes. Sorry. To be big, meanie, stupid heads. <laughs> um, and anyway, I most of the time block out Ponyland catfights, although it does make me very cautious about what I post on the arena because even though yeah. they're not directly sister sites or anything, a lot of people who are moderators on the arena are either moderators at catfights or active members of catfights, which I think is terrible. Um, and I know I'm not the only one who thinks this because we had a huge discussion about it today on Facebook. Um, someone said, oh, I just found out there's a site called Ponyland Catfights, and I went and looked at it, and it's the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Why does this exist? And everybody who's been hurt by that form, of course, chimed in, which, of course, attracts trolls and people who act like trolls but claim they're not trolls. Right. So that that was my morning. Mm. 
Yeah, actually, I did hear about this website a while ago. It was a long time ago, though. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a... So, it it just... It it astounds me how much negativity and anger come up surrounding ponies. Like, it's totally fine to say that you prefer someone's style to another person's style or you don't like this person's style, and that's totally cool because that's completely subjective. But... Like, people take offense. How dare you customize a G1 pony? You're ruining everything for collectors. You know, it just, oh, I can't believe she got upset that we said that her, her, her custom looked like crap. I mean, geez, grow a skin. It's just people, it, it, it just, it blows my mind. These are beautiful, rainbow-colored ponies who've always had a message of friendship and cooperation and somehow, I don't know, you know, like, yeah, I think, you know, and the funniest thing is, I mean, these are fans of a show that, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of the show. I mean, I just got to, I just finished watching the episode where Twilight Sparkle became Princess Twilight Sparkle and Princess um, Celestia told her that you've learned, you know, all these valuable lessons of friendship. And these are fans of this show and this is how they act and it's like, Really? You say you're a fan of the show, but no, what you're a fan of is you're a fan of a fad. Go, you know, find something else to be a fan Uh of. And, you know, quit being a duty-headed, dummy-butted, Butthead. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's very strange that ponies have gone from, just in the last four years even, from a group of us who were a much smaller group four years ago, five years ago, who liked colorful ponies and customs and that sort of thing to this huge phenomenon 
as a result of just a really well done cartoon and some quality voice acting. And it's all of a sudden, I think I kind of liked it better when it was a smaller thing, and I'm kind of actually waiting for it to die down. Is that yeah. horrible of me? No, because of the fact that, you know, you have these idiots and morons that really need to go back into go back into under whatever rock they crawled out of out from out from under you know because they are morons and idiots hi when you're you're a fan of a show that as i said promotes friendship promotes understanding promotes, you know, liking the fact that this person is different from you. And you act like the way you do. It's kind of like, you know, you're not actually watching the show. You're just saying that you watch the show. You read what other people say about an episode you it off as your own, and there you go. Oh, okay. I'm putting this over here. Well, yeah, it's. I think a lot of people are actually more fans of the fan music and the. I guess it's called head cannons now. And things like that. Like if I were to go to a brownie convention dressed as Moon Dancer, I'm sure there would be somebody that would be mad at me for not dressing up as one of the main characters, despite the fact that Moondancer was mentioned in the very first episode. Like, I can remember the details of all the episodes. I've watched all the episodes multiple times. Yep. I'm a fan of the show, but I'm not... My husband says, like, even though he's a fan of the show, he doesn't consider himself a brony because he doesn't care about any of the merchandise. He doesn't care about the fan music. He doesn't care about the fan fiction. He doesn't care about the fan art. He just likes the show. And he feels like to call yourself a brony, you have to be like someone who wears the t-shirts and has, you know, your collection of your favorite pony and you know, you can call yourself a brony and not be any of those things. I just don't want to, I just don't need, like, to identify her. Yeah, he does Isn't it like a, isn't it like a, a yeah. He says he knows there's not really, an, like, an entry prerequisite, but he doesn't, he doesn't feel it's a good identifier for him. Melody, what did you do to Chrome? 
Melody stole my chrome. Are you saying you were running? Who am I owning? Most of these quote unquote cronies are probably people, as I said, have never watched the show. And these are the ones that are the biggest, you know, that are and stupid and are just downright moronic. And they are probably people who have never seen the show. Because if you think about it, if you actually watch the show, then you would know that the show is all about being nice to people viewing their opinions and, you know, saying, okay, that's your opinion. This is my opinion. I'll be back to you in just a minute. But most of these people aren't like that. Most of these people are, well, I like this and I like it this way, so if you don't like it this way, well, you know, then then you aren't a true fan. See, I get that with Sailor Moon stuff. They, oh, you don't like this or that? You're not a real Sailor Moon fan. How dare you not like the original Japanese music? You know, and it just... Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think to call yourself a fan doesn't mean you have to like everything about it, but I think it does have to speak to you personally. Like if I just said that like that I liked the English because that's the only one I'd ever watched and so, you know, I still think I could be a fan. I have seen the Japanese. I just, it doesn't, the Japanese doesn't speak to me. It doesn't sound right to me. And that's probably because I'm not Japanese. Are you on speaker? Yes. That would explain why we can hear Melody so well. Yes. That and she tries to steal the phone sometimes. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, those people, but see, at least the people who say that about Sailor Moon, they have actually watched the show. They have watched the show. They have enjoyed the show. Whereas, as I said, a good portion of these bronies are probably these people that are just like, oh, this is a cool thing. So, you know, in order for me to be cool, I'm going to like this too, despite the fact that I really don't like it, but, you know, it's the cool in thing to do. Well, yeah, I mean, 
I guess every time you get a fandom that hits a certain level of popularity, you're going to have that, though. You know, the people who try to talk the talk, but it's clear that they don't actually know what they're talking about, and then they get really defensive. No. That's not Right. And those are most of the people who say they're a fan of Friendship is Magic. However, you look at their actions and it's like, wait a minute. This show is about this, 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 and this. The way you're perceiving yourself, the way you are presenting yourself is in direct conflict with what the show is teaching people. Well, yeah, so I think that any time we see someone that claims to be a brony but that's acting like a troll, I think we should just call them trolls because... I think if you if you really were a real brony, a real fan of the show, that you would do your best to personify the values that it teaches and and not be a troll. Yeah. Although I suppose I have I've had people try and tell me that I'm a troll, but at the same time, as soon as somebody, the, the person that was telling me that was act, actually acting like a troll, and, and as soon as they said that, they were like, uh, no, Nicole's not a troll, but we don't know who you are, so we're thinking you're a troll. I've got 300 pony people on my friends list, and you're not a fan of, and you're not fr- uh, a, a shared friend with any of them. Troll, I'm in dungeon. Yep. That you want to know? Um, oh, it's raining again. <laughs> so, but yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's. It's definitely a confusing time to be a fan of ponies right now. <coughs> um, are we going to talk about plushies today? Because that would be awesome. Yeah, we can go ahead and do that Um that one quick second. So do you remember where we left off? Um let's see. Um 
I think we're on the medium ones. Yeah, I think we're on the medium ones. Aurora Mist. Okay, you want to go ahead and describe her? Sure. Aurora Mist is a very odd-looking plushie. She stands on four legs the way the original G1 plushies did. She is a Pegasus pony, it looks like. She's got a blue body with shiny blue wings, like the cut. <laughs> I hate to say this, but it looks like someone stole um, Starcatcher's wings and attached them to this pony because they're definitely too small. Um, the eyes are blue. The hair is pink and purple, and the tail is turquoise. Um, her symbol is a sea star that is turquoise, pink, white, and purple. A sea shuttle that is pink and white. Eight tiny purple and white bubbles. Oh, I guess her wings are a pearly purple, not a pearly blue. Um, she has a hook heart on the non-display side. Or, no, MLP logo on right front hook. Maybe it's, she's got a MLP logo on the bottom of a hoof. Yeah. The hair is actually, it's made of fabric, so it's not brushable hair. And she came yeah, out in 2008. These ones, um, a lot of these ponies were actually only available in crane games. So this was a crane game pony? Yep. Weird. I I am flabbergasted. That is a great word. Flabbergasted. Because that is the word they flabbergasted. I have one, and um, a little bit of a story behind this girl. Mom and I had gone out to breakfast at um, Golden Corral, which is a chain of um, buffet restaurants. Yes, I've seen advertisements for them, despite the fact that they do not exist in Oregon. It upsets me because their food looks really good. Yeah, it is actually good. Um, have you ever gone to Old Country Buffet or one of their? You have. I have been. I, I I have been to Old Country Buffet. Now it's called Hometown Buffet, and the food is still terrible. And no. well, I suppose okay. I tell a lie. The food isn't terrible. It's just not as good as anything I can prepare. Okay. Now, Mom and I used to frequent there. And there, all the cooking is done behind closed doors. All the food is brought out via these little doors. 
they don't even come out of the back so that you can see the back kitchen. Okay. And my mother and I, we used to be able to go through buffet line and get dessert two or three times. <laughs> that was how very few items, A, there were on the buffet, and B, that were actually good to eat. Um, Golden Corral, on the other hand, is very, very different. Okay? Uh, The salad section. You have a girl back there handling produce, and it's open so you can see her preparing the items that go on the salad buffet line. Okay? And then you have the regular meat section. They actually have an indoor grill where they're grilling burgers and they're grilling steaks to order. And, you know, you can look back and see the guys cooking in the back. You can see the stuff in the ovens cooking. And then you get to the dessert section and the same thing there. You can see them taking and mixing up the doughs mixing up the puddings. I mean, they're actually cooking. And you can actually see them. I digress. Um, that's that's that, why I like um, Mongolian barbecue. It's because you watch them prepare your food. You're standing right there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's actually pretty good. And if you go there for breakfast, okay, you can have them make you an egg. And it's a real egg. You'll watch them, you'll watch them crack the egg. Okay. And then you have, um, when they do, um, they do waffles, they'll do a waffle fresh. So you get to see this stuff being made rather than it being behind closed doors. But um, I digress. I'm trying to find... Crap. Don't you just hate it when... What you're looking for is not in the book you've got. <laughs> I suppose. Did I tell you that I get to meet Peter S. Beagle again on November 1st? Yep, you already did. <laughs> you know, I sent you a bajillion links to when he was visiting your state. And unfortunately, I can't go out that much. (laughs) Aha, found her. I have, um... Crap. 
See, I, I, you know, this is the one bad part about this website is it does not have all of the plushies listed. Well, that's okay. So, okay, I have Sweet Breeze. That's the one I have. Ah. And I have her in the plushie, and that came out of, um, that was where I was going with this story was, Mom and I were walking out of the store, and I looked in the crane game, and I saw the eyes. And it's like, it's a pony. Two or three dollars. So, what's the pony to pass? It is Sweet Breeze. I don't see a Sweet Breeze. Yeah, you have to go to the MLP um, wiki. As my, I said, there are some. My little wiki. G3 plush ponies. I'm oh, sorry, those are G4 plush ponies. G3 plush ponies. Mm. Um, so we might actually end up going back through and going through my little wiki to go ahead and finish up all of these off. Okay. Because the plush. Yeah, because this one is... There's a picture of her. It doesn't really say anything about her. Yeah, that that one is her sitting down. If you see the other ones that are standing up, that's the one I have. Is I have the one that's standing up. Yeah, they, they don't show anything about a standing up one. If you look at the list, it says Sweet Breeze 2006 Standing. I'm going to have to get a picture of her and send it to you. Sound good? No, actually I had to... uh, I'm using the little pony's room right now. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, we will probably have to switch over to the wiki and go through some of these as well to go ahead and get all of the um, plush ponies. Okay. Well, anyway, so Aurora, Aurora was one. This one. Hmm. 
Tom, the Crane Games got unlicensed merchandise. Mm. That might be. I'd have to look. I have to find mine because she's around here somewhere. And I'll go ahead and take a picture of her. But um, as I said, Why are you guys getting... here? Hmm? Her stuff is out in the living room, Fred. Are you on the air right now? Yes. Don't stay on the locked phone, jeez. Anyway, so Sweet Breeze. Yeah, I just, there's just. Hmm. I don't see anything about her. I should see that one plush, but she's not mentioned on MLP land. Well, as I said, MLP land does not have all of them listed. So what we probably will have to do is we will have to, once we get done with the website, flip over to the My Little Pony Wiki. And kind of go through that and go through the ones that we know we did not touch on because they weren't listed on this site. I suppose. So, in order to get all of them. But on to Daisy May. Uh, Daisy May, she, of course, is another Pegasus pony with a wing complex. Um, If you look at her, you look at the size of the wings, doesn't she kind of remind you of that one G4 pony? Um... Really muscular. Looks like he's been doing oh. steroids. <laughs> the one that's drawn in the Ren and Stimpy style. Yeah. You know, huge muscles. You know, looks all big and bad, but you know, has these like tiny I mean, little baby re- wings. <laughs> she reminds me of that character in that she is a white Pegasus with wings that are far too small. Well, that's what I meant. <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, they're completely different, but... Yeah. I meant the um, style of the wings and being white. Yeah. So. So... Her, her mane is pink. Her tail is purple. Um, right hip has her symbol. Three flowers, white, pink, and a square background. The wings are a tiny pearly pink that look like they could not get her up off the ground, even if she tried her hardest. Her Pony magic. Are... It's magic. <laughs> That's a lot of pony magic. Her eyes are turquoise and blue with a pink star and the MLP logo. I'm under under the right front hook. So. 
would I I feel like these ponies aren't an evolutionary link. You know, like how G3 Rainbow Dash has no wings, but G4 Rainbow Dash has wings. But she's a much smaller pony now. This is the pony is growing wings and slowly shrinking down. So the wings start off the size that they're going to be, but the pony is still huge. (laughs) Maybe they need to lay off the milk, you know. Now, the, next pony, the next pony is a relatively normal pony. It's Meriwether. She's yellow, purple hair, blue and pink um, umbrella with the little raindrops and stuff, turquoise eyes. Not much to say. She's the Meriwether we've come to know and love over the G3 line until she was unceremoniously cut from the line when they got down to the core seven. Yeah. Um, the we one following that us. is Minty, Ooh. which is, of course, a favorite. She's the Minty Turquoise with pink and white hair, pink eyes, the three mints. She's actually a very pretty pony, despite the fact that her hair is still, once again, sewn fabric. Yeah. But I'm not going to hold them up too much on account for that one, considering that I have some of the G1 plushies that had actual hair, and the hair on those ponies is not looking great. <coughs> no. Cheap acrylic hair doesn't hold up well over 30 years. No, it does not. Uh, and then trying to trying to wash it and the plushie, yeah. Ah, uh, the next one is My Little Piggy. <laughs> does she not look like a little confused piggy? Oh, my God, she does. We oh, are, of course, God. talking about a 2005 plushy Pinkie Pie. Oh, God, I'm having flashbacks. Oh, my God, that's the same one I saw on the show. Oh dear God! Save me! Yeah, but the 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 placement of the nostrils on this particularly pink pony makes her look more like a piggy. So she is my little piggy. I would actually consider <laughs> owning this plushie as long as I could tell people that it was a piggy. <laughs> I second that motion. <laughs> and then our next plush is one I actually really want. It is so-and-so. And she has such great colors. Plus, I like her name and the fact that she's sewing-related. And a plush pony. I think it works. You know, so-and-so, of course, is really cute. For those of you who don't remember, so-and-so is an orange pony. She's got purple and pink hair. And her symbol is a pink button. And that pink button is surrounded by pink stitching that makes, like, these four little loops. And then at north, 
south, east, and west, if it were a compass, are are each a turquoise heart. So there's four turquoise hearts. And it's like a little stitched windrose. <coughs> it's very adorable. Yes, that so, is. Wouldn't mind having this pony someday. And of course, all the ponies that we've been discussing since those two Pegasi have been basically Earth ponies. So that's why you aren't hearing anything about horns wings right now. Actually, I don't even think they did a unicorn in a plushie for these. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I don't think they do. I'm surprised. I'm not. (laughs) But I am digging this next pony. The shenanigans. Oh, yes. Because I love the navy blue hair. (laughs) And then I love the fact that they, on the one part of the tail, they go from blue and pink, from blue to pink, and it's the same, the very tip of the tail. It's one of the curls going down that turns pink. Oh, yeah. So I thing that, that that I dislike about this Tony is that loss on the other side sticks up kind of funny. Like this sort of looks like a beginner sewing project. It might just be this particular image. Uh. Overall still me, of course, shenanigans is blue with a hot air balloon symbol and dark dark blue, medium blue, and pink hair. The lock of white, apparently, in the main. Yeah. And, and Pandora and I decided that this was a boy pony, so here's your boy pony. <laughs> what? And then the next... The pony next pony. Go for it. Okay, the next pony is Sparkleworks, which I thought of as a boy pony as well. Something about that dark orange body and this is the fireworks. Yeah. Uh, I said. Bring me the crying one. <laughs> I, I I just love that line. Bring me the crying one. <laughs> it's like bring me the chosen one. Yeah. She's going through a particularly difficult stage where she doesn't want to be 
she wants to be in contact with the parent at all times right now. She got so good at like playing by herself and while I do the dishes or whatever, and now she just doesn't want to do that anymore. And I'm hoping that because we haven't changed anything, so one friend said that she's just going through a period of mental growth where her perception of reality is increasing. But it's also kind of freaky to have your perception of reality change. And it makes them, you know, kind of paranoid and upset and uncomfortable until they get used to it. <laughs> so she's just getting smarter, and apparently it really sucks. Well, I would second that motion. Yeah, so, okay, well, she, it sounds like Frey got her to stop crying. You probably bribed her. Yay. Um, <laughs> bribery. We're awesome parents. Um, yeah, this pony is Sparkleworks. Is the orange pony with the the big firework display for a cutie mark, and her hair is pink. But I always thought of Sparkleworks as a boy. I did too. Yeah. And then the next pony is Sweet Song, which is basically just the purple baby ember all grown up. Ooh, you're right. So she's got, of all the yep. she's got the purple body. She's got the medium pink hair. But now she has a cutie mark, and that cutie mark is either a guitar or a mandolin or something like that. I am not a strumenter, so okay. Well, it looks like a mandolin to me, but I'm sure it's probably supposed to be a guitar. It's a purple guitar with a, a highlighted kind of pink and white, and then it's got the turquoise flourishes for no particular reason in the background, and some purple and pink flowers. Um. But yeah, so she's she's actually a very pretty pony. I would not mind having this one either. Neither would I. I would not kick her out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I miss? I had the G two Island Pony computer game. I still have the G two My Little Pony computer game. But Windows has developed so far now that I can't play it. You know what? I've I've got that same problem. I um, back when I was in high school, I got the this um, Daria Day Planner program, and I was able to run it up until XP. Once Windows hit XP, that was it. I can't run it anymore. Oh, that's a bummer. is awesome. Oh, isn't she? Which is stupid because you would think that, you know, it's higher than what the requirements are. So, you know, technically, 
it should be able to run the program. So. Now, my husband said you get simulators that will run basically like it'll run a prior operating system program so that you can play your game, but it's kind of complicated to use. All right, so our last little pony in the medium size is from 2005. It is Tinka Tinka 2. She's a purple, blue, and hair. And her her symbol is a bell, two silver bells, actually. Although they're, they're supposed to be silver bells, but they're pictured using turquoise, white, and purple. Um because silver just is really hard to do, actually. Um, yeah. And have silver. Um, and then it's got a big pink bow on the top of the bells. And again, the hair is cloth sewn hair. Um, it's sewn into a shape, unlike the modern G4 plushies that have strips of cloth, but they're not sewn into any particular shape. Right. And she, again, has the same thing that Shenanigans has, where the last curl on the tail, they flip from blue to pink, and there's no attachment to the body. So it's seriously a color change. And unfortunately, neither one of us have either one of these ponies to be able to see how they were able to make that color change. Yeah, I I I actually think they did a pretty good job with with some of these. So Samantha says that we are officially calling Plush Pinkie Pie Piggy Pie from now on. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. All right. So that's actually all the medium plushies of the first group. There's another set of medium plushies with yarn hair. And then there is a singing plush. I'm going to have us do the singing plush because it's minty, and I think that we should use the last 20 minutes talking about minty. Okay. What do you think? Do you like minty? I like minty. I like her because as an actual pony, she had two variations. And the variation was in the body color. There was one that was darker than all the rest. Even the symbol colors were darker than all the rest. The only way you knew whether or not you had this one was if you were a collector and you had the other ones and you could look at it and go, okay, this is that rare special one that is darker than all the rest. 
Yeah. I I well I think I have such a fondness for mint tea because I have G one minty. And she was always she was sort of an outcast pony when I was little because she was green and her hair was kind of that silvery white. She wasn't as vibrant. You know, even even Snuggle, who was a gray pony, at least had pink hair, you know. Right. But Minty was that sort of dark green and white, and nobody ever wanted to be Minty because Minty kind of looked like a grandma. And yeah. actually, when I watched French... <laughs> Sorry, Friendship is Magic. Granny Smith, if she had... Clover, for a symbol, would be minty. But I I always had a special place for her because I kind of felt bad that, like, none of my friends wanted to play with minty. And so she was, she was my special, my special little pony. And so when she became a G3... At first, it was really hard for me to accept her because she wasn't my mentee. But as I've gotten to know her, she's really grown on me once you get past the donkey pose, which I despise. Um, the walking pose and diva pose of Minty are actually really gorgeous. And at least Minty has mints on her now, and the her body isn't that kind of olive green anymore. Now it's a mint green, and it's a much happier green. And her hair is pink and white now, so she's got that pop of color. And I just, I'm really happy that someone cared enough about my special pony to... To bring her into future lines, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And this one is especially cute. The uh, singing minty is a a yarn-haired minty, which means her hair looks like it has the 80s crimp to it. Which is awesome. Yeah. But she is the minty from A Very Minty Christmas. Because she is wearing the Santa hat. She is. And she's from 2005, which means it's about the same year. And singing Minty. So does she really sing? Because it really doesn't say much. Actually, I'm pulling up Amazon. And she does sing. She, um, You have to love the fact that even though the item is no longer available on Amazon, they will still keep the um, item listed. So what it says is you squeeze her tummy and this electronic minty will sit 
sings about her favorite time of year. And it sings, that's what I love about Christmas. Ah! And that's the song that's highlighted in My Little Pony, A Very Minty Christmas. Yeah, My Little Wiki, unfortunately, does not really talk much about her. So I'm glad you were able to find something on Amazon. Yep. It's got a picture of her, but it it doesn't say anything about her. So yeah, that looks like a really cute one. I kind of want that one. I wonder... I wonder. Oh, wow. There's one of her on eBay for 24. Starting bid. One day left. 24.99 buy it now. Thirty four ninety nine. There's one for eighteen fifty nine, but she looks pretty faded. She she doesn't even look like a mint like minty. Is that even minty? It's minty. Yeah, it might just be the flash they're using. Soft allure type fabric, super cute. Sings when tummy is pressed. Measures approximately nine inches high. Discontinued, getting harder to find. Takes three double AA batteries, not included. Excellent crayon, super soft. Plays perfect. Perfectly. It's an adverb. <laughs> Perfectly. But it's something to think about, I suppose. Only one hour left on it. $18.59 if I buy it now. 100% positive feedback. Yeah, well, I've got an hour to think about it. (laughs) I miss going on eBay and bidding on stuff but I still get packages in the mail did I I tell you about what I got last week no okay last week I got um, my delivery it is the very last volume of the first ever real manga I ever purchased. Oh, you did tell us about that. No, I didn't tell you guys on the show because I got it the day after. I think I text messaged you about it. But yeah, I got I got it and it's like 
Oh, yeah, I did tell you about that two weeks ago, didn't I? Why am I thinking I got yeah. it last week? I'm just, like, butt-headed. But um, I finished reading the entire series, including the very last volume. And I'm sad now. Because I mean that's the that's the that was the very last one. And the first one I purchased was in November of two thousand and twelve. Because the first, actually, the very, 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 very first manga I ever purchased was, of course, the Sailor Moon, you know, American version. But I'm not really counting that because that's not a real manga. (laughs) Well, it's a real manga. It just, they, they really didn't think that we could cope with reading it in the order that... It was originally printed in, and they didn't think that we could handle the Japanese names. But it's yeah. still a, it's still essentially the same manga. But I mean, um, at the time, it's not like like we had a choice. It's not like you could go out and say, "Well, gee, I kind of want the, the the left to right over the right to left." Right. You were lucky if you were. You were lucky if you were able to find it in the store. Yeah. If I mean, if, if there was a manga at the bookstore, you bought it if you were yeah. into manga. You know, it wasn't like you had room to be picky. There was nothing to be picky. There was almost no... You had to either special order stuff from Japan and learn Japanese... Or if you didn't have that kind of time or money, you just got, you bought whatever they gave you to buy, basically. Yeah. Um, so I and think that the first manga release of, of Sailor Moon in English should still be considered a manga because it's not like it was anybody's fault who bought it, that they bought it but, like that. That's just all there was. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying... I'm saying I'm saying that Vampire Night was the my first official manga because it was in it's in the real way reading it from left to, from right to left. I mean, I read you know the original Sailor Moon that I had, and I, I kid you not, it took me three days to get through the first volume because I was so used to going right to left that I kept trying to read it right to left and it's like, no, I gotta read it left to right. <laughs> and one person 
at when I, where I was working had seen me reading a manga, and they were like, "How do you how do you read that?" And I just told them, you know, it's it's all in training. You you basically have to train your brain in order to read it. You know, I really didn't have that hard of a time. Well, some people, it's not that bad. Other people, it takes, you know, reading one or two of them. I mean, when I first started reading um, mangas, I, I, I kept having to think in the back of my mind, okay, I'm going from the le- right side to the left side, and I'm going down. And eventually, I just, I didn't even notice the reading, really. I just read it. Yeah, I... I honestly have nostalgia for my days before I had responsibilities. <laughs> I remember yes. the joy of hunting manga. The joy of buying things because I wanted to. Man, that was nice. Those were good times. Yeah, those were very much were. Oh, guess what I saw this weekend? Maleficent? Huh? Maleficent? No. Mom and I took a trip to Walmart yesterday. And I found... Pony Pop Art. I finally got to see those things for myself. Oh! What did you think? I love them. I was standing there thinking, I want one, but I don't have enough money this week. (laughs) I don't have any You know, if I wouldn't have splurged on the NCIS magazine, (laughs) which I was sitting there thinking, pictures of Abby or a pony. Hmm. You don't know how hard that choice was to make. So, well, we got five minutes left. Should I play kimono? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna play kimono. We're gonna have her come out, but we're not leaving yet. Okay. 
her out of her dressing room. So till next week, Pony Night Night. Did you miss me? I've just been in here. Is this not right? Oh. <laughs> hey, Pony Baby, what do you say? Till next week, Pony Night Night. Oh. <laughs> Bye. I swear I don't know why that dog continuously comes anywhere near me when I'm when I have meds in me because I continuously poke him. I don't know why. So what do you say? Till next week, Tony Night Nights. Tony Night Nights. Tony Night Nights. This is Kimono. And you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. I was about to say, is there a reason why he is guarding my door? Like you're going to take me to work or something? He's protecting you from, from the ghosties that you can't see. But oh, he can. Because yeah. no, he came in. First of all, I poked him twice because I can't help but poke him. And then he goes and he he goes by my door, yawns, stretches, and lays down, just like what he does in the mornings when my mother is getting ready for bed, ready for bed, ready for work, because he's trying to make sure I don't leave the house and leave him by himself. And he even did that last week after I came home because I remember I remember at one point closing my eyes to kind of rest and I heard him kind of come into the room and lay down. Then I fell asleep. <laughs> Yeah, Pony Baby is very clingy right now. Ow. But trust me, she will grow out of that, and you will want that time back. That's true. Very, very true. I'm coming, I'm coming. You know, you got to give me a second here. I'm an old woman. I just love it when the dog wants to go outside and, you know, he's dancing around. He keeps looking back at me kind of like, are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? What's taking you so long? <laughs> Oh, yeah.
meltdown for some reason or another. Oh, dear. Meltdowns are never good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey. Are evil. Oh, honey. There's daddy. Claustrophobia, real true claustrophobia. <laughs> Until I got married and had a child. <laughs> yeah, they both do tend to cling to you, don't they? Yep. But I love them, so <laughs> that's okay. Well, as long as you love them. Now, if you didn't love them, that would be a problem. Well, that would be a whole other set of issues, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Really looks weird amongst the rest of them. Oh, did I tell you that I made friends with Deborah Burge on Facebook? Yes, you did. Yeah, which is awesome. So now I have her book I, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. I have her book and it's even autographed by her. Oh, fine, rub it in. <laughs> I have an autographed copy of The Last Unicorn and The Line Between, so. I met her at my very first pony convention. 
Yeah. Something I will probably never be able to do. They seem bound and determined to try and have it in the Midwest or on the East Coast. Oh, you never know. We have a perfectly good convention center. With lots of hotels. Well, make that suggestion. Because aren't they taking suggestions? No, not anymore. They've decided it's going to be in Chicago. Really? Pretty sure. I didn't know that. Chicago, Illinois. Boy, in that case, I won't have any excuse not to attend next year. (laughs) And if you attend, of course, that means we're going to have to do a special weekend airing of My Little Pony Talk. Oh, yes, and I will even do it from someplace to figure it out. But so what's it like there want... living in Illinois? Hmm? What's it like there living in Illinois? What's Chicago like? Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Depends upon what part of Chicago, Illinois you go to. <laughs> You've got the nice parts. you got the not so nice parts. And then the parts that you really shouldn't be there. I'm pretty sure that the Divergent series, have you read the Divergent books? Yep. Don't those take place in Chicago? Yep, it takes place in downtown Chicago. Has Chicago become a walled-off dystopian society yet? (laughs) Or are we still waiting for that? Because i got to tell you, I actually... I actually wouldn't mind, like, joining Amity if that ever happens, just just for the record. Okay. But it sounds like they're not accepting people from outside, so. But, yes, it, 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 it was filmed, and actually that is Chicago that they are showing. Oh, nice. That's always... It's always one of those things, like, if you watch a movie and it's supposed to be set somewhere and it isn't, Everybody who lives there knows. You know, oh, like if something's supposed to be to be set in Seattle and but it's actually shot in Portland. Everybody in Portland's like that's not Port that's not Seattle, that's Portland. Exactly. Uh, I walked past that shop yesterday. That's that's not Seattle. <laughs> or or if it's supposed to be filmed someplace in in yeah there was an episode of Once Upon a Time that was a flashback that was supposed to be Portland of course everybody from Portland's like that's not Portland (laughs) weirdos well it's just like um, there's some 
that it's it's you know just like transform but the newest version of Transformers. The, the ones with Shia LaBeouf. No, the very new one with Mark Wahlberg and I, th- I thought oh I thought we I thought we've discussed this. I have not seen the newest ones. Well, there's there's scenes where it's supposed to be like China, and if you're from Chicago. You're sitting there going, um, that's the tower on Damon Avenue, just north of I-55. <laughs> that is not Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and in China either. Um, <laughs> well, well, wherever it was supposed to be, Shanghai or something. I don't remember where it was supposed to be. No, wait, it was supposed to be in Tokyo. Tokyo is Japan. Tokyo is the capital of Japan, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yay Yay me! My husband gave me a thumbs up. (laughs) Oh, heck, I've already told my mother because I started watching this show called The the Weirdest Restaurants in the World. I have a list of restaurants. I want to visit, and ninety percent of them are in Tokyo. <laughs> I told my mother if I ever married someone who was rich enough that we could just like take off for months on end. <laughs> well, then you will have made a better financial move than I have. <laughs> Well, I don't see that ever happening. I'm married for love. <laughs> but yeah. I have this whole That's a bucket compliment. That is a compliment. I'm I you're not just a trophy husband or a sugar daddy or a piece of meat. You're I love you. You are my soulmate. You are you are the fun to my not fun. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat this. But, yeah, I have this entire bucket list of different restaurants I want to visit because they're all just wild and wacky, and it's just like, I... Okay, well, then one of the restaurants you have to visit is the Tin Shack in Portland, and you also have to come to Jim and Patty's with me. And <laughs> Melody's turned okay. zombie and is eating daddy. I I guess I'll take and make a stop in the U.S. restaurant. <laughs> yep. Ow! Ow! I hope not. Ah! Just let it go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Time out. <laughs> what did she get? You don't want to know. Ouch. Yeah, that kind of. Oh, Daddy, you're going to drop her. She looks really uncomfortable. I don't think she likes to be held in the damsel in distress post. <laughs> And what po- what and what pose is it at? 
When Daddy just like tosses her over his shoulder. <laughs> you know, half of her on one side of the shoulder, half of her on the other. Ah, yes. Unable to get down. Little, little legs kicking. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm not a I'm not a messenger boy. I am a delivery boy. That I don't want either, Shrek in a long time. That is either damsel in distress or kidnapping. Or kidnapping victim. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so I got to tell you, you know that tipsy that I got that I was trying to clean up? Yes. I wasn't fully able to clean her up, but I refused to bait her. Well, that's good. I mean, I suppose I probably could bait her without fear of retribution. But there's just something about Tootsie. Even though she's like got mul- she's multiple colors of green now, you know, and she's got some stains and some scars and there's just something about this pony that I can't bait her. You know, her pink lollipops are pretty faded. I just can't bring myself to do it. So she's going to be part of my collection in extremely played with condition. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And, of course, that does bring me back to the, you're a horrible customizer. How dare you customize a G1 pony? (laughs) No, I'm not horrible. I love these ponies. That's why I do do. what I do. And there are some that even I don't have the heart to bait, even if they're common as dirt and not worth more than $3. Because there's just something about them that stays in my hand. But, you know, sometimes ponies speak to me. You know, sometimes I look at a pony and I can just bait it and turn it into whatever I want to. All dandy and fine, fine and dandy. But sometimes the ponies tell me who they want to be. And sometimes they want to be who they always were. And sometimes they really want to be customized into something else. I... Oh, so believe me, all of you cynics out there, I do listen to the ponies. I listen to the will of the ponies. <laughs> and sometimes they will no. do things. But, yeah, so it looks like I'm the last one in the chat room now that we're on Ponies After Dark. So I'm just going to close that out. No, okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm i glad we finally got to some plushies today. 
Well, I knew we'd eventually we got, do it. We, yeah, we got through a whole section of plushies. Yay! But I'm also glad we got a chance to discuss, you know, pony fandom and pony documentaries and. Prevailing attitudes. Did you did you get a chance to see the pony that I got in the mail? Yep, she is cute. Yeah. So I am. I was pretty excited to see her. And I do hope that learn to start respecting their local artists. Yeah. Just because someone's your neighbor doesn't mean that that you're entitled to free stuff from them. And just because, you know, someone's an artist doesn't mean that they, they do work for free. Like, you know, during the holidays, that same neighbor, you know, I post. I, I hung up my felt trick or treating banner on my door instead of my holiday wreath. I bought this banner for for like five dollars from Joanne Fabrics like many years ago. <laughs> and so the first, as soon as she sees it, she's like, "Oh, did you make that?" I'm like, "No, no I bought that at Joanne's or someplace." She's like, "Oh, because you know my son really." really liked it. He got really excited when he saw it. I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad it made him smile. But, you know, she was really hoping that I sewed it so that she could ask me to make her one. Mm, Probably. Luckily for me, in this instance, luckily for me, I sew like crap. So, (laughs) your local artist people, they have a right to make a living same as you do. Here, here, I second that. My brain has just gone dead. I was going to say yeah, something. I, I don't remember. Get off the, I should probably get off the phone before she erupts. Yeah, and I think I need to go to bed. Okay. Well, you heal oh. up and stop injuring yourself in the middle of procedures. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't help it. <laughs> well, you need to help it. <laughs> All right, Tony Night Nights. Tony Night Nights. Good night. Good night. Is that it? Are we alone? Well, at least we got on topic and stayed on there. 
part of the time. Till next week. Happy pony hunting. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.